Hey guys, welcome to the True Blue Riffcast with your hosts, Jeremy and Dave. My name is Christine DeBell, but many of you know me as Susan from A Talking Cat. And as you know, I have to go and get my cheese puffs out of the oven. So have a great time with Jeremy and Dave. See you soon. Thanks, Christine. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by... Sup, it's me, Dave. Wow, Dave. You sound so excited to be well, here today. <laughs> well, I'm kind, I'm kind of on... Me, um, what, well, I mean, you know, I just I, I just watched this movie called Things. <sighs> and, yeah, um, there, there is that. I, uh, I'm kind of... I'm kind of, like, it's... It's... It's kind of a downer, man. It's it had an effect on me, and the fact that I don't know if I ever want to watch another movie ever again. <laughs> I don't think it's quite that bad. Well, I mean, it's, it's not great, it's, but it's pretty bad. I mean, like yeah. we'll, we'll talk about this later. Little teaser. Oh yes, um, we will definitely. <laughs> 
be talking uh, about but, this movie uh, for a while. Things is um, it's it's real, real bad. It's it's um, and <laughs> I just honestly like I I, I watched it maybe two hours ago and I don't know what I'm going to say about it. It's, it's, it defies sort of like comprehension. It really is. It's like, I wouldn't say it's as bad as copper mountain, but it's in that, it's in that same sort of like trash tier, like probably like bottom 10 riff tracks movie selections that so aside done. from aside from having your soul die uh have you done anything <laughs> interesting lately <laughs> have i done anything interesting lately um i donated to the riff tracks kickstarter and yeah. we had a and we had a podcast about that that no one will ever hear again <laughs> no uh because they were having some issues over on kickstarter and the whole thing kind of went haywire not uh, not us this was the first time yeah, no, that yeah. none of the problems were on us it was just everything <laughs> else and yeah kickstarter kind of crapped the bed yeah and we couldn't uh josh yes josh you did hear it you're you're right uh but we'll we'll talk about the Kickstarter in a minute also because we do have some more uh, to discuss about that. I'm just trying to bring this up because I want to show everybody what fun thing I did this weekend uh, before I uh, shaved my head off. You shaved your head? Yeah, well, I shaved my, my face. My beard is, oh. is gone, uh, as anyone in the chat could be able to see. Oh, excuse me. It looks really weird. Whoa, hold on. Let me bring this up. Because I've had... Oh, wow. I just have a little tiny bit. I went a little too short with the uh, the clippers. I accidentally grabbed the wrong size guard. And uh, so it got way <laughs> shorter than I wanted it to. But I got to do something really fun on Saturday. And that is... Right here. I went to go visit the Wienermobile. <laughs> the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> And uh, we got thing? some pictures. Are you from Wisconsin? What is what? What you've never seen the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? It's like a I, giant I, hot dog like, car. I thought it was. I thought it was like a myth. No, I it was it's like real. McDonaldland. It's real, and it's it was glorious. Uh, and uh, my wife got you, to uh, you telling me show off this. Uh, you telling me that the that 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 the Wienermobile is real is like you're telling me that you actually went to McDonaldland and met Ronald McDonald. No, it's... see, there's my beard on display. Uh, here's a they've had this big like thing with all the information about the Wienermobile that it's been around since 1936. It's gone through a few uh, updates, but uh, yeah, it was it was fun. There was a whole lot of people in line waiting to uh, to see this thing. But, uh, yeah, that's what I did on Saturday. And then I went home and shaved my all my beard off. Except for just this, like... <laughs> Why did you do such a 5%. thing? 5%. I, I always shave it off around this time of year. Um, like I said, I just got a little short on the clippers, so it looks really weird. But, yeah. So that's the fun thing that I did. That was our, we had a date afternoon, an afternoon date, <clears throat> and uh, we went to go see the Wienermobile. 
without the kids. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be fun for kids at all to go see a car shaped like a hot dog. Well, they were all gone anyway, so oh, okay. it didn't it didn't matter. They were doing things that were much more uh, enjoyable for them, I'm sure. I, I bet they found out. out. I bet they found out. Like you went to the you went to see the Wienermobile. Without well, us? One of my girls actually a went shaped like a hot dog without us? <laughs> one of my girls actually went. She went with her friend. They were doing stuff for her birthday. And uh, uh so she went out with her friend and they all went to go see the Wienermobile. That was one of the things they did, so Yeah. <laughs> That's riveting riveting uh entertainment, I know, talking about the Wienermobile, but we can talk about something that's even more riveting. We can talk about whatever the hell James Wen's doing. Yeah. And uh, right well, now our our buddy, yeah. He's taking a little break. Right now, yeah. It's uh here's the tweet up here for everybody to see. Uh taking a break from Birdemic Three post production, James Wen is in Vin Long, Vietnam. I call BS on this because James Wen doesn't know what the hell post production is. <laughs> in case in case you don't remember the the famous riff, you're gonna fix this in post, right? What the hell is post? Keep flailing. Yeah. He doesn't know he doesn't know what it is. I mean it's a nice looking it's a nice looking building behind him, I guess. Apartment complex with a nice playground. Yeah, Vietnam's really cleaned itself up since the war. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> what? <laughs> Post-production, so what, two hours? Yeah, if he even spends that much on it, Josh. I don't think uh, I don't think he even spends that much on it because, like I said, he doesn't know what the hell Post is. So, uh, Well, his Post is like he's opened up, he opened up iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> he probably doesn't even use iMovie. Like... He probably uses whatever those free programs are that you get with your digital camera back in the early 2000s. To be fair, iMovie is like not that bad of equipment if you know how to like use it right. But I don't know. But he's more akin to uh, somebody making a flash animation on Newgrounds back in the day. (laughs) You want to know who didn't use iMovie? The director of Things. The director might have greatly enhanced the movie. Might have. You know who else didn't use iMovie? Uh, the director of the Batman, which Ooh. is the the number one movie in the country, it brought in one hundred and thirty four million dollars on an opening weekend, uh, followed by Uncharted, uh, Dog, Spider Man No Way Home, and Death on the Nile. Spider Man No Way Home now up to seven hundred and eighty six point six million dollars. We'll see if the Batman can catch that. My son went to go see it. He said that he actually really liked it. Um, a lot of other people are saying that they enjoyed it, but they would have liked it if it were about uh, an hour and a half shorter because I guess it's like three hours long. Uh, and yeah, I've been hurrying. Like, like the length is pretty, just a butt buster. It's a pretty slow burn detective movie, which, you know, uh, Batman is the world's greatest detective or whatever. So, uh, you know, I guess I guess I could see that. I don't know. I'll watch it when it hits HBO Max in a couple months. I don't really I've decided care. I'm not going to see it. I I just don't. I stopped caring about Batman a long time ago. I don't know. Like, I, I mean. Eh. It's Batman. It's a, Batman's still oh, cool. Oh, but... on... 
chew on this. Batman versus Superman was six years ago this month. Huh? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, they I know. Did, it's pretty bad, isn't it? They did show a trailer uh, before the Batman for another movie with Batman in it. Uh, and a version of Batman who might be tied for best along with the uh, Lego Batman. Uh, and that's uh, Keanu Reeves voicing Batman in uh, Super Pets. Super Pets. The League what? of Super Pets or whatever they're they're doing with crypto and all these other animals that get superpowers and they have to save the, the Justice League. How about we don't? How about we just... <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that does, it doesn't look great. Stop with movies altogether. Keanu but Reeves like, like, as okay. Batman, like voicing <laughs> Batman. It's I like that. I really like that part of it. I really like that part of it. Good job, Batman. <laughs> um, yeah. Whoa. I know kung fu because but, of Batman. <laughs> here's here's where I'm at with these legacy movies, and I was a big big fan of of star wars the force awakens i was like this if you'd asked me 10 years ago if i wanted to see more back to the future stuff i would have said yes sign me up oh no i do not want more back to the future I, at this point yeah and then and then everything they started like rolling out all this nostalgia stuff yep. like, like from star wars star star trek with the tv shows are hot garbo um, it's all pretty Ghostbusters. Much Scream. What's that? I said it's all pretty yeah, much scream. hot garbage. Hey, what's up, like, uh, Atomic like, Hero Squad? Thanks for popping in. The the, I just I just want it to stop now. Like all these all these legacy franchises, from from Star Wars to Star Trek to Ghostbusters to Doctor Who to 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 whatever the hell else. It's just not helpful at at this point. Just stop. We let those things go. Okay, but you still want Mandalorian season three, right? Sure, but I mean, I mean, in in general, like like movies from like nineteen eighty to like two thousand three. You can just stop with them. You can just stop <laughs> need, trying. We don't need try... sequels this long after, guys. Yeah, like 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 anything like that was a brand new property from like 2004 on maybe, okay? But uh, yeah, that was that was 18 years ago now. There, anything there... before 18 years ago, anything before the time like if a baby was born today and it's an adult right now okay so go back and go to that baby's <laughs> that dude's birthday okay and if the movie was 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 made before that if the movie itself is a legal adult leave it alone because you, you're just gonna wreck it and it's gonna be bad and it's gonna cause a lot of problems and so you don't want I'm a just, new back to the future trilogy is that what you're saying i 10 years ago i did want <laughs> But I don't have faith in Hollywood to execute it properly. Um, and I've just come to realize that like those like like the time for those movies has passed. Yeah. Like 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 
that's the past. They still exist. We can watch them over and over again on Blu-ray or whatever is going to replace 4K next. And we're all going to have colossal. 8K, isn't it 8K? I have no idea. I don't know. I, I still don't watch care di- about I still 4K. Watch stuff on, I still watch stuff on DVD. Oh, me too. I, I love watching movies I on watch- DVD. I watched I watched um twenty four. I watched like season season five of twenty four on DVD. And uh <laughs> you wanna know something that my that my niece told me? Like I have like my little like retro uh game hookup here. I have yeah. two screens. I have one screen that's got, got all the new stuff, and then this other screen that's got all the classic gaming stuff on You got a, like on a like an old CRT TV? No, no, no. It's uh, it's As a TV God I bought in in, uh, in in 2000. I, I I got it's a TV I got in 2009, but it's fine. I've never had any any problems with it. But um my niece who was like she's 16 now, but she had to have been like 10 or 12 at the time. This is like in in in, in 2016. Yeah. I know that seems like not that long ago to us, but to them it's like like a third <laughs> of their life ago. Right. Um it's like yeah, twenty sixteen. Well that was when Ruby and Mothra came out. But um <laughs> it, it's it's recent to us, but she says she went up to my PS two and she's like, Wow, you have a PS two. That's so retro. <sighs> and I was like, get out. Get out. Leave my house right now. <laughs> so I got we got some discussion a little bit anyway going on in the chat here. Someone's uh, asking what their best guess is about the March fifteenth announcement. Now, if you if you look at the screen, you'll see there's uh, the Rift Tracks intro TV, uh, and it's got some static, and then March fifteenth pops up, and then back off and back to the static. Uh, this is in regards to the Rift Tracks Kickstarter, which, uh, as we mentioned uh, last week, uh, was starting with uh, the Return of Swamp thing being the live show for this year. The Kickstarter reached full funding less than 24 hours after it launched. Like always. Like always, which is completely awesome. Uh, and this right here is something uh, additional that they're announcing. Now, they said it's not going to be another movie for a live show. Boom. Uh, which, you know, it, it, it stinks. I would have liked to have gotten two, but, you know, they're still they're still being cautious with all the stuff going on uh, still after two years. Um, and I don't blame them for that. I mean, obviously, the well, guys aren't I mean, as young as they used to be either. Yeah, I think, uh, so I know I that think contributes. That's got something to do with it. I, I think that's got something to do with it. But I also think that um, how do I put this nicely? Uh, I think we're in the sort of twilight phase of Rift Tracks Live. Maybe they, um, they might they might switch how they do it. I mean, all of these yeah. other we've got the Mads. Uh, they do stuff online live we've got uh mary joe peel and she does hers live online and we've got the new season of mst3k feel how you will about it but they do theirs also on the online. app Are you on okay the app i downloaded there? that app we can we can talk about that here in a minute yeah um 
so this Josh says he's got a few clues he thinks but he can't figure it out and they did say yes that uh, it will involve the fans participating uh, I have a, a very very educated uh, guess on this and I can't tell you anything uh, other than the fact that this was something that I accidentally learned about um, a couple months ago that there were talks that it was that it was going to be a thing. Uh, Jeremy likes to snoop everybody. He likes, I like to, he likes snoop. to snoop around. That's a snoop around back, and look for 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 secret things that haven't back been in announced the day, yet. Back in the day, I used to be real good at finding stuff. Um, like I I was announcing live shows on my website before Rift Tracks announced them. Um, like by weeks. Uh, because I was finding stuff. Uh, Mike said on the 372 Pages podcast that he was revisiting Fun in Balloon Land for a secret Rift Tracks project. Yes. Uh, that that would definitely be in line with this. And uh, I unfortunately can't even give any hints. Uh, Can I tell you what I think it is? It's only it's six days, guys. You'll You'll figure it out in six days. What do you what do you think it's it is, a, Dave? I think it might be a video game of some kind. Mm, that would be weird. It would be fun, but it would be weird. <clears throat> well, I mean, it would. It, it, it's it's. I mean, like, Oops. I mean, they're not like game now. developers, but they did say that it's something that they uh, uh, have never done before. It involves audience interaction. Um, my guess is that it's some sort of uh, uh, text-based trivia game, like Rift Tracks Trivial Pursuit, or some or some such. That could be fun. Maybe they'll do it like you could do like an online, you know, where somebody like hosts it, uh, like yeah. from Rift Tracks, and then all the fans can jump in, and it could could be. That could be yeah, interesting. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's not going to be like Rift Tracks Minecraft or or, <laughs> or Rift Tracks Animal Crossing or or like yes, what, they're they're what? adding they're adding the uh, the bird version of Kevin the uh, the weird inflatable CG bird version of Kevin to Animal Crossing uh, yeah. for the Switch. <laughs> that was weird. You know what? I'm going to next week since I can't. I don't think I could do it quick enough here. Uh, next week, I'm going to get the uh, the Shorts Volume 1 DVD out. And uh-huh. I will show you Volume 1. I got to write it on my whiteboard so I don't forget. Uh, the weird-ass, very experimental, uh, CG-hosted version of Shake Hands with Danger. It was the only place to see it. Uh, is on this DVD collection, and uh, it's it's insane because it's they kind of like tried to combine you know having the the puppets from uh, Mystery Science Theater with uh, with CG and uh, Bill is uh, Bill's the bird, Kevin is the the sentient bag of popcorn, and then it's just a CG Mike Nelson like. I'll show you guys next week. I'll bring it up, and uh, I'll show you a couple. I bet stills they, from they it. ditched that faster than because it sounds it sounds horrible. 
Yeah, Josh says he has that DVD specifically because of that short. That's the that's the whole reason I bought it as well, because I wanted that version of the short. I'm a completist when it comes to shorts. Um, there are a few Not that me. you could only get in, in certain ways, like on certain DVDs. Um, like with the, the CG version of this, there's a... Uh, what is it? I think it's uh, What's Happening... One of the versions of what's happening is only available on one of the DVDs. I think it's Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny DVD, uh, but I could be wrong. I haven't actually looked at the DVDs in a while um, outside of the Toxic box set that I got last week. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, now, Dave, you wanted to bring up the MST3K uh, app. The the, the Gizmoplex, Gizmo yeah. So I, I I I downloaded this thing, and I I played around like like unless you actually like buy like like their riffs and subscribe to their service, you can't really do much. Like you can watch this weird um, trailer for like something for like one of the movies for their quote unquote season thirteen app uh but the thing is it's it's really hard to navigate like i really didn't get it like i was i was in it for about 10 minutes and i was trying to find like a buy here button or something but it's not very fun like like it's not very user friendly it's you 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 open this thing up and it's kind of like a maze I mean, I did create a free account, but even if I wanted to uh, buy any of their movies, I didn't see any buttons for add this to cart or like how that would even work. So the app's very confusing. Uh, it could be a lot better. The functionality of it is not straightforward. So wasn't it like uh, a I subscription or something? I think I don't know. I mean, like I, I suppose since like I am not of of the kind that is going to be getting their subscription service anyway, because um, I I I I really don't want to spend any money on that. <laughs> um, so it's it's like like this review. It's like it's not functional, but I don't have a full account. So I guess it's not really fair for me to make these judgments, but we're just going to snap judge on something. Yeah. I didn't see any options to like make a full account. It's, 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 it's really weird. Like, I think maybe they're, they might be catering towards the, 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 the Kickstarter donors and like, that's how, that's how everything. And, but, (laughs) What I want to say mainly uh, uh, about the app, even if I did figure it out and spent money, which I'm not going to spend to buy a movie, it it, it it seems to me the only way to watch this movie because like because they make a big deal is like premiering only in the Gizmoplex, coming to the Gizmoplex, 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 Gizmoplex. So they 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 make a big deal about only being able to watch it in the Gizmoplex app. Now. What if you want to watch it on your TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you probably have to Chromecast or cast it to your TV or whatever. Maybe. I don't know. 
I mean, maybe you have to Chromecast I mean, it or whatever, or what? you know, whatever Apple's equivalent is, AirPlay or whatever. Well, that sounds like a colossal pain. Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> I don't. It's but if you want to watch it on 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 your computer, I'm saying it's extremely limiting. And who wants to watch a movie on their phone? I mean, I know that probably makes me sound old. <laughs> But I don't want to watch movies on my phone. It does make. I'm an old guy weird. now. I'm I'm a whole 41 years old now. I don't want to watch movies on these little tiny screens. Yeah. Um. While you were while you were going off on uh, on that, I did get up and go into the other room, and uh, it is the uh, Christmas with Rift Tracks Santa's Village of Madness DVD that comes with a few bonus shorts, and one of them is What's Happening. And that's the only one that I cannot find on the website. Uh, the other ones are uh, Let's Pretend Magic Sneakers, Join Hands, Let Go, and Aesop's Sound Fables, Frozen Frolics. Uh, so what's happening is is only available on this DVD. Uh, now, they did do a special musical version of the What's Happening short uh, that was a digital goodie from one of the live shows. I can't remember for the life of me what it was. Uh, but They've only done 33 of them. Yeah. Um, it was... Had, it had some of the same jokes as this version of what's happening, but uh, the entire time, the entire length of the short, Bill was doing the what's happening theme song. The whole... Short. It was it was great, um, but I think that's the only way to get that was through digital goodies, and I can't find uh, what's happening anywhere on the site either. Like I went, I went through my library, uh, the way that we said you have to find the stuff that doesn't show up through search anymore, um, and it's just not, it's not there. Uh, so if you want to watch that short, got to buy this DVD, which. It's a great DVD anyway. Santa's Village of Madness is outstanding. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. I love it. Um, Yeah. So I think that's all we have on the lead up here. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, we got to talk um, about things now. <laughs> oh, well, if, if, if we want to put that off for a second, I can, I can talk about something that is directly Rift Tracks related that I worked on over the weekend. Oh, the Rift Wiki? Yeah, I um I uh, uh went to the long neglected uh, riffwiki.net that's been sort of laying dormant since it became since uh, fandom decided to like change their coding and like make everything a hot hot mess at the end of uh, 2020. Yeah, I went through and I updated about here. Boom, the riffwiki. There you go. Yeah. I went through and I updated everything. The, the 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 front page, like what I used to do with the front pages, I used to put down at the bottom. I used to put like the the um, upcoming, uh, not not the upcoming, but like trailers for the most recent riffs. Yeah. And they were for like contamination and like all this stuff in <laughs> 2019. <laughs> so what I did was I went through, I took all those out, and I replaced them with like evergreen stuff, like like the room and Birdemic and Manos. And all that, and I moved some of the uh, featured archive featured stuff that I don't do anymore. Just put it down at the bottom. It's like riffwiki.net uh, feature archive. I mean, I might pick some of that stuff up again 
but um, I think I'm contented uh, to talk about riff tracks here on the on the podcast rather than do all that craziness. Um, but uh, the biggest uh, thing now, I have to go through every single one of the movie pages and input a new info box. I've done that for all of season one so far. Um, and I have to do it manually. So it's going to take, it's going to take a few minutes, but the, um, the, 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 the main thing is what I did is I went to the list of, uh, riff tracks. Like uh, you go there to the front page. Let me go there. Yep. I'm on the front page. Oh, here's a link to the 2022 riff tracks yeah. Kickstarter. Yeah. So you go to, you go to right under that. There's riff tracks and hit, go to feature films Feature films. Here we are. Feature okay, films, and folks. Then it, you go down there, and it has a, uh, a list of every feature film that Rift Tracks has done. Yeah. Now, before all this, before I went and just like did this massive update, this all stopped in 2020 with like Mortal <laughs> Kombat. Uh, so I went in and I uh, updated this whole thing, which takes a lot longer than you might think. I updated uh, oh, I'm sure uh, 2021 did. and uh, season 17, which is uh, 2022 this year. So I do that, like I label the years different seasons because I kind of want to like, you know, uh, show everybody, like emphasize that they've been doing this Rift Tracks even longer than they did MST3K. Yeah. The Rift Tracks body of work is much larger and much more expansive than Mystery Science Theater 3000. So, <laughs> Just kind of a way season... to just kind of rub it in a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, so uh, this is definitely, uh, like right now, uh, this year, if you go by my calculations, uh, we are in season 17 of 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 riff tracks and um i did because um an, another thing i did actually did this a while ago but um i uh went and i included all the riff tracks presents as official riff tracks in this so um you go on this page it has every single full length uh riff that riff tracks has done now, uh, there's a little thing called Nightmare at Noon. If you want to search for Nightmare <laughs> at Noon, go down there. It's still on here, Nightmare at Noon, because I can't pretend that they that, that they didn't. So if you click on the Nightmare at Noon, see it says October 23rd, 20, uh, 2012. <laughs> I did erase the Nightmare at Noon uh, page on there. Yeah. But uh, what it does, it takes you to the Mutant page, and it has a little Nightmare at Noon here thing. And this will be this is sort of an addendum to our nightmare at noon uh, discussion, our mutant discussion from a couple of podcasts ago. It says yeah. uh, nightmare at noon is a uh, 1987 not quite action film directed by Nico Marcarsha. Blah 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 blah. Uh, it shares cast members' themes and plot devices with mutant, and is considered as a sideways sequel. Riff Tracks released their riff their riff in October 2012, generating. The long-running Blue Thunder helicopter gag, but it became unavailable <laughs> in December 2018. So that's uh, when uh, it became unavailable. Information regarding this title was removed from this wiki per special request, and no other information regarding its removal is available. So I think that's a good comment. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds good. good. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah. I'm actually right now scrolling through uh, the 2017 year in review, and I'm looking at the. Uh, oh yeah, that was the last year in review. That was the last year in review I did. And look at this one uh, says this one says got... Jeremy's pick. What? Oh, who's what that guy? Pick? I forgot. Uh, Retro Puppet Master. Retro Puppet Master. So um, that might be something like uh, I might want to pick up again, like write a new Rift Tracks starter kit and maybe start doing the years in year in review again. Be like, oh, last one it is 2017. Here we are five years <laughs> later. Sorry. <laughs> Here, just listen to this but, podcast um, and thing, it'll give I'd it like to another you. Another contributor. I'm generally the only contributor, but there's another guy that likes to uh, keep up on the shorts. So if you go to back to the front page, yeah, go down to it says feature films, Rift Tracks presents, Rift Tracks Live. You go to Rift Tracks Shorts. Yep, and there's actually an entire like because before, and I went in and I I modified this, but um, he actually went through and he listed all of the shorts. Now these don't have links to pages because there are no pages for shorts yet. Um, <laughs> that will take a long time, but you do have um, uh, uh, a contributor named Sitting Duck did this under uh, my guidance because I wanted it to match, and I still went in and fixed some things. Well, thanks, Sitting Duck. Um, Josh, yeah, is that you? <laughs> Everything else seems to be Josh or his wife. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but um, you go through and uh, every single uh, riff uh, short is here with its release date. So this this is actually a functioning wiki again for as far as our as far as our purposes go because we can use it to because now that now that it's up to date again yeah. and I'm going to try to stay on top of it um uh I know I don't have the same rift tracks cred as I used to back when this thing was just like <laughs> popping and it still might be the only rift tracks fan site out there but um I'm going to try to stay stay on top of it um Again, the way I used to, and uh, I try to get fill in all the blanks with the missing uh, feature pages. That's going to take a while, but um, you know, it, this thing's eight years old. The Riff Wiki is eight years old. I can't believe that. I feel like I just started this thing, sitting at my sitting, wasting time while I'm supposed to be doing graphic design work in my <laughs> for-profit college. In Layton, Utah, in 2014, uh, and like, like I was just sitting there in the back of class, uh, they're talking about whatever, and I'm just building the riff wiki because I've already done everything that they're talking about. Josh said it wasn't him. Ah, uh, well, thank you anyway, Josh. <laughs> so anyway, the riff wiki's back, and it actually, like, you know, I, I set it up to where it won't look like I've completely neglected it. Nice. Good job. So yeah, so it's like, like, why are all these so like the um, the videos? Oh, another thing I found. There's a great new. I mean, it's about a year old, but I just found it. There's a great riff tracks uh, clip um, YouTube channel now. It's called I think what is it? Because I subscribed to it, and it's it's uh, where they it's, put up all the best not, stuff. 
Yeah, it's like my favorite moments from here. Let me see if I can uh, pull it up. Everybody should subscribe. It's, yeah, it's called Rift Tracks Fan Videos. I'm going to put the link in the chat. This is amazing. If it'll I let you. It. I love this. It, it might not let you. Uh, go ahead and try it, and I'll... I've got, I'm actually in my mod thing on Twitch here, okay. so if it well, doesn't let you, I might be able to allow it. I'm a there mod it too. It okay. should let me. Yep, it did. Okay, yeah. So everybody go to that and subscribe and tell them that the True Blue Riftcast sent you. Subscribe, ring the bell. Let's, uh, yeah, this guy's doing good work, you know, or I mean, I don't know who he is. Newest, the newest video is uh, my favorite moments from Rift Tracks, Baby Ghost. Baby Ghost, yeah. So go on to that, go on to that video and say, I'm here from the True Blue Riftcast. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, but this is this is really good. I mean, there are some people who do uh, like my favorite riff tracks from stuff, but like this is like the newest, and it's it's probably one of the best. But like it, the the whole channel is dedicated to it, so it yeah, looks like it's only a year old. Good stuff. Good stuff. For so like a too. real riff tracks fan is uh, a real dedicated riff tracks fan uh, is doing this. So it's um. And uh, yeah, I dig it. I think it's really good. I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love I love stuff like that. And I I like that Rift Tracks is is an organization that will let people do stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and not like, oh, that's our stuff. You gotta take it down. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, instead of or instead of opening that can of worms. Let's let's open a different can of worms and let's let's oh, bite the no, bullet. Do we have to. And let's start talking about things. Now we do actually uh, We do have a new uh a new way we want to try and talk about Rift Tracks releases. Uh and if it doesn't of, work, we'll just forget we ever did it. Yeah. And we figured this is the best movie to start this on because well, you'll you'll find out, but um it's it's more like looking at the actual movie itself and kind of like going through the different parts of that movie, you know, plot, acting, cinematography, sound and music effects, all that stuff. Um, and uh, this is this is the perfect movie to start this with because this movie in and of itself is going to be very difficult. Uh, if we just tried to sit there and give you a rundown of the stuff that happens in the movie. Uh, because this movie is all over the place, all over the place. Uh, and, and real quick, yeah. Nathan James it's Norman says that, uh, the updated wiki looks great. Uh, thanks for doing the massive undertaking, Dave. I don't oh, know if you're actually you. looking at that? the chat still. Uh, Nathan James Norman in the chat. Oh, thank you, Nathan. I appreciate that, bro. So things, uh, it's a 1989... Uh, movie that was released on VHS. It is, according to the Wikipedia, it is reportedly the first Canadian shot on Super 8 Gore Shocker commercially released on VHS. It was uh, filmed in uh, Scarborough, Ontario. And uh, the, the cast consisted of co-writer Barry J. Gillis and pornographic film star Amber Lynn. And I think she was the 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 news anchor, because I think her name was just Amberlynn. 
Uh, the plot follows two friends in a remote cabin who discover a womb of monstrous horror that demands graphic dismemberment. What? <laughs> Did that happen? <laughs> Is that what this movie was? Okay, so real quick, I'm not sure about that. This movie, it starts out with this guy walking into a room in a basement. Uh, there's a lady with like a Satan, like a plastic Halloween mask on. And uh, other than that, she's just standing there completely naked. Um, and he comes in and it's the first line of the movie. I want you to have my baby. And uh, right. the movie doesn't get better. At all from that point. No, it, it it really doesn't. It actually gets worse. <clears throat> so he he you know, the lady reaches into like a shower or something and pulls out like a little bassinet and it has one of the little giant bug evil things in it and it bites the guy and then he wakes up on the couch and and then we get this movie that was you know, filmed in someone's basement and, and stayed there the whole time. Uh so this is what we're going to do. We're going to go through. We've got nine points here that we're going to uh, rate this movie on uh, out of – do we want to do out of five or out of ten? Five. Let's make it – Out of five. Okay. Let's make so we'll it do, simple. Out of we'll five. do them out of five. And we've got plot, Is zero acting, an option? Zero. In this case, zero is definitely an option. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. Plot, acting, dialogue, cinematography, editing, effects, sound and music, uh, directing, and character. Uh, or personality. And, I or think personality. You've, you've seen us or heard us talking about uh, how movies have like a certain charm or character or personality or whatever. And that can that can make up for everything else being bad yeah. in a movie. Uh, and and we'll we'll rate this movie on that also. But first, uh, we got to take a look at the plot. The plot of this movie is almost entirely non-existent. I'm sure they had something in mind when they were filming it, uh, but it is definitely not made clear in this film at all. There's there's a couple things uh, that happen, uh, not not including the the titular things. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Very sure, Josh. Yeah, there is stuff and, that happens. <laughs> Jeremy and I were watching this at the same time. Like I, yeah. And it was like, it was early. It was well, it was early for me. It was, it was about 7 well, in the morning. It was, it was early for me, too. It was like 9 a.m. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was, it was early to be watching things. It was early <laughs> not, it, was, it was early to be watching movies in general. Yeah. But especially a movie, a a movie like this. Yeah. Um. And we kept – Jeremy, how many times did we message each other back and forth, do you know what's happening? <laughs> uh, there was – I'm actually going to bring up our, our chat for this morning. There was there was a lot, a lot of times where it's just like, do you know what's going on right now? <laughs> like, are we supposed to know what's happening here? Uh yeah, Dave. Dave said, "OMG, what is happening?" All in caps, and all I can respond with is, "I don't know. I have no idea." There, it was yeah, so, it... it was so confusing. And and the way it started out is, 
is jarring enough to really like throw you for a like, loop. Yeah, it's sort of and sort of get your attention. Only yeah. like they squander that. Like, yeah, because... like the whole thing with like the girl in the devil mask and the, the topless girl in the devil mask and and the baby thing. <laughs> then he wakes up from his dream. Yeah. And and like the the like okay, there are only two other things that I remember specifically from the movie. And is one of these two doofuses uh <laughs> talking about putting a tape recorder in the freezer yeah. and the only reason i remember that like that is so dumb because the tape is going to freeze you idiot it's not going to work you're going to wreck the tape and the recorder genius um like i do remember uh that the the main character uh don uh he was uh I don't know if he was like impotent or in just you know sterile or whatever, but they they couldn't have a baby. Him and his wife, uh, Susan, they couldn't they couldn't have a baby, and so they got this doctor, uh, Doctor Lucas, to uh, do an experimental, uh, I guess like in vitro. I don't know exactly. They didn't really say what it was, but. Uh, uh, she she gives birth in the movie, and it's just this. It, it almost kind of looked like a chest burster coming out of her. Um, yeah, and oh, yeah, it was just right. this okay. weird like. Okay, I remember that now. Now that you say it, yeah, yeah, it was like a thing from like uh, Alien, right? I've never seen Alien. Yeah, kind of looked isn't like that where. Isn't that where the thing pops out of his stomach? And like, I only know that I only know that happens because of Spaceballs. Yes, um, it's John Hurt, and it's actually John Hurt in Spaceballs too, which is why he says, "Oh no, not again." Um, but yeah, the 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 bug pops out of her, and uh, and then the movie starts to make even less sense, and you can tell even less what's going on uh, with with the story. It's just there these literally just things um, come out, and they're trying to kill Doug. Uh, who's Don's brother? Uh, I think Fred was Beard Guy's name. Um, and then that's—I mean, that's really it as far as characters. We get these weird uh, fake news reports intermittently that yeah, have that nothing coming, to do yeah, with the movie. Coming from basement news, yeah. Um, was that talking about like the uh, like someone's gonna go like 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 they landed like that lady and on that set. Landed a uh, landed a a interview with the leader of the Soviet Union. Yes, there's some there's some things in here. Um, like there's that. Uh, Don has all these paintings in his house, and they're just like, oh yeah, he got that one uh, as a gift from the Queen of England, and this is Salvador Dali's whatever painting, and. And oh, this one we thought that one was was burnt, and uh, nope, it just uh, Don has it, along with a, a tape recorder, uh, with a tape in it in the freezer. Uh, which side note: after the brother pulls that out of the freezer, he then puts his coat in the freezer. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, so so plot uh, ranking wise is uh, going to get a big fat zero from me. Big old goose egg. 
Big old goose egg. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it a point five. What? Because there was something, even if you couldn't know, figure out what the hell it was, there was actually something. There were like two parts that you could kind of understand what was going on, but that's that's it. Tell me if it is a point five. Okay. So what's next? Acting? Acting is next. This is where we definitely get a big fat zero. Yeah, uh, zero because like I don't know what I don't know what else to say about this. It was just a couple of dudes making a movie who never acted at all. Yep. No, and you could tell like they I'm sure I'm sure some of it was uh like ADR. Uh at least it sounded like it was ADR. Uh and it was bad some of the, like we talk about how bad dubbing can be in some of these movies and like the ghost house effect and stuff like that. Um this like is a new level underneath all of that stuff. It's like completely like the bar is on the ground for this. Same with the dialogue. Yeah, it's, the the dialogue yeah, dialogue is I can't I, I couldn't there, tell you a single line of dialogue. I don't remember it. I flushed it all. <laughs> there are some some lines in this movie uh, that were just like, what are they? How are... Okay, so the first, the very first line in the movie, I want you to have my baby. Creepy as all hell, especially in the setting that it was in. Uh, and oddly enough, probably one of the clearest spoken lines in the whole movie, even though it did sound kind of garbled. Uh, then we have... The weird uh, newscasts uh, and and the little conversations that they're having there, like one is a dude that that is definitely just sitting in a basement somewhere in front of a like blank wall that's like navy blue or something and has a sign stuck up on it, um, and you can't even understand what he's saying. Literally, you can't understand what he's saying. Um, there's other lines in the movie, like when they show up in in the guy's house and they they pull a they pull a star games and they just start going Don or Doug. It was Doug, 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 and then they're just like Doug Mariposa. Aren't you home? Uh, they they go to watch TV. They go to watch TV and the guy's like. Oh yeah, they get good channels up here. They get the bestiality network up here. What? What? What the hell are you talking about? The bestiality network. He's like, what is it? Blah. He's in the furries wearing thongs. <sighs> the the whole just everything in this movie and the way it's delivered, like people are dying and they sound like they're in the other room like having a grand old time. <laughs> Help, it's eating me. I'm not dead yet. Take me to the hospital. They can they can replace almost anything these days in the hospital. Look, I'm still alive. And he opens the door and it's a freaking skull with an eyeball and some some meat still attached to it. Uh Oh, is that supposed to be a joke? I guess. I don't know. But this this gets a zero for dialogue. And then moving into the next uh the next category here, cinematography. That didn't exist. Did that? It didn't. It existed only at the fact that there was a camera involved, <laughs> like, and I'm not even sure that that was the case half the time because a lot of it looked like it was well, filmed it on a potato. Like you put the camera on the floor, you know. It, 
like everything was happening like out of frame or half out of frame uh when he when the one guy don is he's got the the electric drill that's plugged in and he's just like standing there and he starts like moving it forward like back and forth and back and forth and you don't really know like why is he drilling a hole in the wall and then it like cuts in close and you can kind of see like some flecks of blood appearing on his face and he's supposed to be killing one of the things and but you can't see it and then the the next very next shot it's him killing one down on the ground and you can kind of see it it's kind of in frame it was there and he was drilling into it it's just it was all over the place man all over the place just like the editing the editing <laughs> was also all over the place in this movie there's stuff that happens and you're not sure where it's supposed to be happening or who the people are or if it's even in the right order like this me I'm gonna be honest this movie this was just a good, mess this seems like to be a good place to say this i I didn't watch this entire movie. I couldn't do it. <laughs> he I skipped about six. He skipped ahead, and he's like, he's like, I I don't feel like I missed anything. And I'm like, no, you really didn't. So I, you missed some good jokes, watched, and that's about it. I I, I watched about sixty five percent of it, and then I just like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I skipped to the end, and it's just like there were still like these random popping like like this news reporter is still just popping in <laughs> and it's still just like these two schlubs just like running around in their basement it's like i i feel like i didn't miss anything i feel like the movie didn't change at all it didn't go to like any different locations it didn't do any of that no. like like it, so no it no. took place in fewer rooms than the room yeah that had more locations in it than this movie did uh well, the, the the room had the, the the room had the titular room, the bedroom, the roof, the alley, the flower um, shop, the, the coffee the shop, the flower shop, um, the the uh, field where they threw the football. Yeah, the balcony. Yeah, it had all uh, kinds of all it, kinds of places. Yeah, it had like yeah, it had all kinds of locations. Man, <laughs> this is just like they're just like in grandma's basement. Yep. Uh I did actually remember another category that I have to add, but we'll get to that at the very end. Um, the effects in this movie existed; they existed. Um, I think a couple we of be things fair here would have on... looked better uh, if yeah. the if you could actually see what was going on. Yeah, but the effects yeah, the effects were there. I mean, there were some that actually looked not not horrible and i can't believe i'm saying that but uh like the the aforementioned uh half dead uh, skull thing that was a good effect it it looked like what it was supposed to and it didn't look actually super cheap now the the things themselves did uh i mean they they looked decent but they were basically like a rubber toy um and there there was very very slight puppeteering in one shot that I noticed where it looked like the legs were moving and the thing was actually crawling a little bit, but it was only for a split second. Uh, and then there's this weird scene and I think it was the doctor 
uh, that kind of takes place towards the beginning of the movie after one of the news things where uh, they're looking at this person who's like half burnt and like the, it was like a burnt arm. It looked pretty good for a burnt arm for at least how you could see it. Uh, and then there was like a severed head that was better than a lot of other severed heads in cheap, no budget movies. Uh, that's honestly was the best things that they did in this movie. Uh, I'm giving the effects me personally, I'm giving the effects of one and a half out of five just because I think they actually did somewhat of a, of a passable job with them. We've seen way worse in other movies. Yeah. I give it a three, honestly, but you know, gotta be fair uh, uh, with just like, I mean, the, the the movie is 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 copper mountain trash tier garbage <laughs> but they did but they you know, but they did make at least one good creature that uh exploded out of a woman's stomach and and, and yeah. killed her oh yeah i forgot so. about that side science that that scene specifically yeah uh so it actually had a few decent effects surprisingly enough but the only good thing about this movie uh because then we go into the sound and music and uh what did what did they say? The composer of Roller Gator looked at this yeah. and said, Wow that... Casio would have been way worse. Oh, way more annoying. Oh, God. That, uh, and and again this is another one of those movies where when something's happening on screen, the style of music doesn't match it. Like there's music, but no, it's either no, too no. upbeat or uh, too intense, or just you know it's way off base. Uh, the the credit song was somewhat was not a hundred percent terrible. Um, I, I'm giving it a point five uh, for sound and music, just because it was there. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a hundred percent. Uh, constant guitar noodling. <laughs> uh, directing. But I love the guitar noodling. In, in I know, Gator. I know. It works in that movie. As annoying as it is, it does work in that movie. Uh, directing zero. I'm just giving it a flat zero. There wasn't any directing. No. Like, who direct? Like no one directed anybody in this. He he put the camera down and said go. He put the cam. He put the camera down down on Grandma's dirty floor. And like, okay, <laughs> say your lines. I don't like wait, we have lines? Oh yeah, yeah, here we go. I'm just looking for a cockroach snack. Actual line of dialogue. Actual line of dialogue from this movie. Awful. <laughs> it was awful. Uh directing non existent. So let's let's quick do a rugged out of these first eight. Uh, okay. Plot, plot. We have point five zero for acting, zero for dialogue, zero for cinematography, zero for editing. Uh, I just put three for effects because I I'll defer to the higher score on these. Uh, sound and music point five, directing zero. That leads us to character slash personality of this movie, uh, and and this is where the confusion sets in for us uh, yeah. because this movie is apparently like. A real it's, cult classic, like a really popular cult movie, but it has zero character I mean, or personality. Zero. We, 
we don't know why this movie is famous. Like, why why does it have a Wikipedia page? Like, what was it about? Like, like with the, like like things with like the room and Birdemic, and to like a lesser extent, like uh, Ghost House and 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 things like that. It's like you're kind of drawn to them because they're just like so. Like they have like each of these movies has like their own sort of charm or, and, and 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 personality, and that what that's what keeps you kind of like glued to it. It makes you just kind of like love it in in spite of itself. Yeah. Um, even something as 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 garbage awful as Lycan Colony <laughs> has so much charm. <laughs> that like you can't like you know you you actually you know come to like it and like suburban sasquatch has charm out the wazoo oh yeah uh this doesn't have any of that i mean like i would say that this movie's personality is the personalities of the two basement dwelling doofuses <laughs> that shot it you know when and when we were talking like, about uh, this movie uh i i got to i got to throw this in there real quick before I forget. Uh, this kind of has to do with directing. Um, you said it was like a budget Polonia Brothers. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like a discount Polonia Brothers. I said that it's like if you take uh, the Polonia Brothers and you mix them with the guy behind uh, Fungicide and Suburban Sasquatch and then strip away Dave any Scavage. ounce of talent. Any... <laughs> Dave was <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's his I name. His name. His I name, his name. Was uh, I can't believe I forgot his name because we had a big discussion on that when we were talking about uh, suburban Sasquatch with uh, I don't remember who that was now, Eric or Peter, one of the guys. Uh, but yeah, uh, you, you strip, you mix them together, and you strip all talent from them. That's 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 this movie right there. It it really. I like okay. Here's the thing. Like, I I I I I don't think I've seen a riff tracks movie as devoid of of just just completely devoid of like charm and joy as as this one. I think the only one that comes close is is Copper Mountain. A Copper Mountain like is worse because that's just like bottom scrape and bottom of the barrel like just whatever um and like like the only reason anybody even cares about it is because Jim Carrey and Alan Thicker in it and it's just like this weird novelty um but like at least it, Copper Mountain has that going for it now Copper Mountain's still very bottom this doesn't i i i don't <laughs> think that I don't think that uh, things can best Copper Mountain and prop it up to like the number two spot. In fact, yeah. I don't even know if I don't even know if things is number two worst. <laughs> but I would say it's in the bottom ten. It's it's way down like, there it's, easily. It's 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 so joyless. There's like I got nothing that that hooks you about this movie at all. Yeah, it's it's like and like and so and to bring it back around that being said we're not sure 
why this movie is famous. Now, nope. okay, you look at somebody you look at somebody like Neil Breen, okay? <laughs> Neil Neil Breen's movies are a disaster. Yep. Um but you can't turn away because you can't tell is this guy serious? Is this just like the most perfect long con like prank? But like like <laughs> It's like there's so many questions ab- about Neil Breen. Like Poe's law is I... strong with Neil Breen. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know what questions I have. Like I'm not interested in finding out anything about like the behinds the scenes of <laughs> like like of. Of 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 things because just like things with like like the room and and Neil Breen and and and, and Berdemic and all these things, and like suburban I know exactly like, one. You, you want to know more, like like you want to know more. You want to know what drove these people to to do this, and you want to celebrate it. This I just like I I want I want to know why it was famous, and then I want to forget it forever. <laughs> no, I know exactly one. Uh, one behind the scenes thing about this movie. Um, okay. The the woman from the beginning of the movie, uh, the naked lady. Uh, she uh, was a prostitute, oh. and they were they were trying to uh find her. Uh, for when they did the the DVD release of this movie in 2008, uh, but they could not find her. <laughs> well, she's probably dead. <sighs> yeah. Oh, and apparently she, probably she died was tragically on a park bench somewhere. Yeah. Uh, she was. Uh, they only added uh, Amber Lynn to the movie. Uh, her her newscast scenes. Um. Those were actually only added so they could put her on the VHS cover so they could boost sales. Oh, so it's like the Jim Carrey Copper Mountain thing. Yeah, those were only right. added uh, to the movie so that they could credit her and and boost sales of of the of the movie itself. It's Looks- kind of like all these garbage movies out there that are hiring Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You know, There's a lot of them of, right like, now. All these Bruce Willis movies that are just like, just total hot garbo, and he's in them for like five seconds. He doesn't know his lines, but yeah. yeah, he's just like on, like, like on the cover, and like dads and grandpas are like at the red box, being like, "Oh, Bruce Willis movie." You know? <laughs> There's a there's a lot of really good, uh, infer- interesting stuff on the uh, the trivia listed for this under IMDb. Uh, the the prostitute thing is on there. Oh, of let's course. hear that. Um, Barry J. Gillis uh, claimed that in a local TV interview around the time of filming that the budget for this movie was three hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. When this okay. footage keep, keep, this keep footage was included I, I on the go DVD, on for just one second. Uh, as an on-screen annotation, claimed that the budget was actually closer to only forty thousand dollars, which still seems too high for me. Uh, the sandwich eating scene was filmed over a few days because not all three cast members of that scene were there at the same time. Uh, the uh, that scene was actually improvised, where he squished the bug and put it on the sandwich. Uh, when a bug 
crawled on the table. Um, yeah. Uh, the director, uh, I think that's the director, Andrew Jordan. He, let me check real quick. Uh, before I say something different here, yes, uh, the director Andrew Jordan said that <laughs> filming this movie uh, was the worst experience of his life, especially the last six months uh, where he was doing post production with uh, Barry Gillis. <laughs> it's pretty bad when uh, when they say, you say it's the worst experience of your life. Who? Doug Bunston was also going to be a co-producer until he was forced to get a job by his family a week before shooting. Due to his job, his lines and part had to become smaller. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's what a reviewer said too. Yeah. Oh man. Oh wow. Yeah, I was I was listening to all that while I was <laughs> muted, and I wanted to respond, but I couldn't because it would have been really gross. Um. So. <laughs> Doug, uh, the actor Doug Bunsen, was drunk during filming. Providing beer was a requirement for him to act in the movie. <laughs> Wait, yeah, he, he had to be drunk during the movie. That was his requirement. Uh, the guy who played the the brother that they went to go see his house, Doug, he was drunk <laughs> during the filming. Which some of that, okay, some of that makes a little bit of sense now with the way that he was delivering some of his lines because. Some of it was very bizarrely delivered, and uh, if he was just like, because he was all, <laughs> like his tongue was hanging out, and he's laughing and stuff, and uh, yeah, that makes sense that if that's why, uh, if that's why he was giving those lines like that, because he was drunk. Uh, <laughs> in the dream sequence at the beginning of the movie, Doug was wearing an Andre the Giant pin on his shirt. Interesting. Yeah, I can't imagine he's a wrestling fan. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> oh man. Wow, that I'm not saying that makes anything better, but it makes things make a little bit of sense as to why they yeah, were done it, the way it, they were. It 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 it, it, it really <laughs> does. And I really shouldn't be saying things like that being given some things in my background. But <laughs> But um, uh, our last so uh, character and personality is of course zero on this movie. Zero, our last, yeah, our last category yeah. that I that I completely forgot to add to this list and brings us up to a nice round ten uh, is of course the riffs. Uh, there were a lot in this movie that I cackled at. Uh, one of my favorites was when Bill said, "Hey guys, this." This Tim and Eric episode just isn't working for me, because <laughs> uh, it kind of it kind of felt like that. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the other one that really got me is just something that kind of hit me uh, on, a, on a personal level uh, when one of the characters was stabbing one of the things. Uh, I think it was Bill again said, "I this is what I imagine it's like working for Orkin." Uh, and the reason it hits me on a personal level is because I, I did work for Orc and Pest Control for uh, about a year or so, maybe. Awful job. Awful job. Yeah. Decent company to work for. Awful job. 
Like the worst part of it was that, and I I don't know if this has changed since then, uh, but when you got hired on as an exterminator for Orkin, at least back when I worked there, uh, you were paid salary. Uh, really? Which, which, if you get paid salary at a job, unless you're like an executive or something, you're not getting paid enough because uh, that means that they can work you however much they want to. And you don't get paid for, you know, overtime or, you know, going over 40 hours a week or anything like that. Uh, when I was working Orkin, the amount of time that I was working per week uh, made, so I was hourly making about $5 an hour. That is terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I would literally work from like 6 a.m., to 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, Monday through Friday, and then most of the day on Saturday as well. You know what you do? You know what you do? You quit. When you're an exterminator. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You start your own extermination company, and then you, like, go around to, like, neighborhood stuff at night, and you, like, release bugs in, like, everybody's houses. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like yeah, no, like no, it's 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 called creating business. It's called growing your business. <laughs> growing your business. You just take the bugs from one food. house to another. Um, no, I you there was a put, you have to put food on the food food on the table for your family. There was a place. I'm going to tell this story real quick because this was probably my worst the the worst thing I encountered while I was working there. Uh, I had to go to a hospital um, that was for uh, I I, want to word this properly and delicately (laughs) Uh, basically it was the place that they sent people um, if they were deemed uh, mentally unfit um, to to stand trial uh, or things of that nature (laughs) Um, oh no yeah, so they had a lot of a lot of buildings on their facility, and one time I had to go there, uh, I had to go into one of their buildings that they no longer used, uh, at least for that they weren't using it for the time being, and uh, we had some. There's like a, they're like a glue trap, but it's for testing. Like you put it down, and then you go to your next visit, and you see what different types of of bugs or whatever got caught in it, and then that way you can you can know how to treat. Uh, that that area and I went in to get those out of there and uh, some of them well all of them had some roaches on them that were uh, bigger than my thumb which I, here's my thumb size compared to the microphone they were gigantic biggest bugs that I've seen uh, in person like that and one of them was on its back, stuck to the thing. And uh, this was my first time going there. The last time an Orkin guy was there was two months prior. Uh, and this thing was on its back, and its legs were just very slowly moving because it was still alive. It was disgusting. It was one of the grossest things that I ever had to deal with. Well, so that riff, uh, that riff landed with me hard. <laughs> Well, as long as we're telling stories about cockroaches. <laughs> well, I mean, the guy was looking uh, for a cockroach snack in this movie, so. Yeah. 
Um, when I was a uh, when I was training to be an army recruiter, I went to the recruiter school there, at Fort Jackson, and uh-huh. the the recruiter school is I think like about about nine ten weeks long, something like that, or four weeks. I don't remember. It was twenty years ago, <laughs> but um, I do remember I was I was twenty years old. I was I was one of the youngest army recruiters in history, but there was a guy. I, I wanted to say that I was the youngest army recruiter in history but there was a guy in my class who was who was like two months younger than i was he Uh, was going to turn 21 i i turned 21 the day after we graduated he turned 21 like two months after we graduated and i was like damn it but i still went around and told people that i was the youngest army recruiter in history because who's going to check and (laughs) (laughs) right but um but uh, anyway, so they had us up in these in this weird hotel on Fort Jackson, and it was like right next to um, uh, a basic training facility. Now I was twenty years old, and I still looked pretty young, um, but I had been in the army for a couple of years at that point. Um, but that's got nothing to do with the story. Uh, <laughs> I just try to tell you how 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 young I was, uh, as opposed to how not young I am now. Um, but I uh, we we're in this hotel and my first day there is um, like, it was like a Sunday it was a weekend and like class started the next day. So I, I, I open the door and it's just like this rickety old, like really gross world war two uh, ho- barracks that they converted into like guest quarters for like people visiting Fort Jackson. Yeah. And so I, I, put all my stuff down and I go into uh, I don't like where this is going (laughs) I go in to take a shower I open it up and I flip the light on and I pull back the shower curtain Uh, and the bathtub is uh, just filled with roaches uh, just completely filled with them uh, I was like oh no what do I do Uh, and I go to the front desk and no one's there and I'm just like of course not so I so what I did was uh, like like I went this was in October of 2001 so I went to the PX uh, which is like and I I didn't have a car there so I walked down to the PX like a chump past all these basic training companies and hopefully like they're not going to confuse me being so young as being one of their uh, recruits yeah. <laughs> in basic training i'm looking over there i was like oh i remember doing that uh two or three years ago and that was terrible um but uh so i went to the px and i got th- those bug bombs and i went back <laughs> and i bug bombed the 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 bathroom in my home in like and they said you have to leave for like however long like two or three hours yeah so i bug bombed the bathroom in this hotel room so i could just take a shower <laughs> and i just remember just like walking aimlessly around fort jackson for like two hours until finally just like okay i'm i'm, I'm going back this is they should all be dead and 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 they were and i had to clean out the bathtub and just like get rid of like like you know, just I had to pick them up. I mean, they they were dead, but I had to pick them up. I had to let you know, like they, I had some trash bags and just put them in there, and like I had to go find a dumpster after that, just like get rid of that, and then just like hose the whole thing down. And then I was able to take a shower after my long flight. It was like it was like eight or nine. 
and that's, I landed at like two. That's so, disgusting. Yeah, that's that's my cockroach story. <laughs> that's way worse than my cockroach story. Like, way worse than my cockroach story. You think so? Yeah, you had you had a whole bathtub full of cockroaches, man. That's way worse than mine. I didn't have to. I only had to take care of one at that at that point. No. No, and I yeah, took dude, it back it and like... I put it on the break room table at the office. <laughs> Just a half dead cockroach sitting on its back and a... so things. Yeah, we just grossed out our audience. It's completely. Did, but... uh, riffs. I'm giving it a four point five for riffs. Um, yeah, I'll I'll give it a four. Not not because it's I think it's you know not up to par or whatever, but it, it kind of it loses a little bit just because of the movie itself. Uh, yeah, the movie is know, it a goes terrible back to joy, the whole the you know slog. we all like pancakes. Yeah. Uh, movie selection uh, and for some people you know I, I'm sure that they absolutely loved this riff I mean I loved the riff too I, like I said I thought it was hilarious but man this one was hard to get through like it was the movie hard is just so joyless through. I can't imagine myself watching it again it's, it's just gonna sit in my library like 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 other I mean like I'm not complaining but I'm not gonna watch it again because I I'm not gonna get anything out of it yeah so I want to get like a a uh, a total here, out of a possible fifty points. This movie got uh, five, six, seven, eight point five out of fifty. Out of fifty, wow, that's pretty bad. That's like an <laughs> F minus. <laughs> eight point five points out of a possible fifty. That, and then it was only saved. Because of the effects. Like, that's the only thing that brought this movie up above five and a half points. Above, like, three, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty bad. So, Dave, the question here that we that we like to pose whenever we're done talking about a riff. Would you watch this movie you know on the <laughs> No, I didn't even want to watch it with the riffs, for God's sake. Oh, man. Yeah, my 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 Why answer is, is a this big movie fat famous? No. We need like 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 that's my one question. I don't know why was this so. Like they said, this was a this was a a, a highly requested title. Okay, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I sent in a copy of a movie. Uh, called Carver's Gate. Carver's Gate. Yes, I have that. And Carver's Gate is. I, I don't know. It's 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 mid nineties direct to video sci fi cheesiness. Uh and from my understanding there was one particular person out of the three guys who who riffed these movies for us that gave that movie a hard no. And then they do Have things. Have you told me who this was before? <laughs> I may have I'll I'll I'll, well, okay, I'll message look. it to you. I okay. Look, well, b- before you message it to, to me, I will I'm say, gonna go ahead and say who my guess is for this. Yeah, and then you just give me a thumbs up if I'm go right. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say that it was Mike Nelson that said no to this. That said no to Carver's Gate. 
But here's here's my thing too. Uh, this same person uh, also gave a hard no to Baby Ghost initially too. So, <laughs> so I guess there's there still could be hope. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, they, I see them do movies like things, and I'm like, it just it hurts a little bit more because it's like, really, guys, <laughs> like you do this? Uh, oh boy, they, 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 well, they they probably did it because number one, it was probably cheap. Oh, I'm sure. And number they... two, it was big. It was it was highly requested. I mean, I think the only people who know about uh, Carver's Gate is you. <laughs> it is. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But hey, they, they they did light blast, so yeah, they followed. Our, I I I I like to think that that's because of us. I would um, like to think that. I'm I'm about eighty percent that that it was us. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Let's, I'm gonna say eighty yeah. percent that was us. <laughs> I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that one. Um, <laughs> and I would pat your back did too, we, but you're in you know Utah. Yeah. Did we ever determine who who discovered that first? Was it me or you? Uh, I think that it's impossible one, to tell. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. It was because it was at the time where we just were like nonstop every other day, sending each other a link to a new movie and and yeah. both watching it. It and was talking about how garbage it was. Yeah, about how it was. Um, what was it? What was the other one that we saw about that same time? That uh, haunted Ween. Yeah, that's haunted right. Ween. We yep, I found that one. I think we want. I think it was Light Blast and Haunted Ween, like, back-to-back. Yeah. And it's crazy because right, they have the exact same ending. Either before that or right after it was when we saw Dinosaur Island. <laughs> yeah. Which I do. I have, I have that bad feeling, just like you do. Like, yeah. oh, They've been doing the Fred Olin Ray movies. Fred Olin Rays. Yeah. Got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> At least you're not doing Don- Donald Farmer movies. <laughs> yeah. That could you be uh, that yes. Okay. Yeah, that could be that. <laughs> Google that could be a Shark thing. Exorcist. <laughs> yeah, look up look up Shark Exorcist or uh, what was the other one? Uh, Dorm of the Dead. Yeah, Dorm of the Dead. Yeah, you can watch Shark Exorcist on Tubi right now for free. So if you want to torture yourself, really? Why? Uh. <laughs> If you really want to torture yourself, uh, yeah, go head over to Tubi and uh, and watch all these free movies. <laughs> they they get a ton of like low and no budget horror movies on there all the time, and there's there's probably some some good stuff on there. I know there's there's a bunch of riff tracks on there that you can watch still. Um, actually, I'm gonna look it up and see what they got real quick. So if you want to watch uh, ad-supported Rift Tracks free content, they have uh, both versions of Plan 9 from Outer Space, the live show and the uh, Three Riffer studio version, the uh, live Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny show, Miami Connection live, Sharknado live, Samurai Cop live, Manos live. Uh, here's an interesting thing. They have the Rift Tracks live Jack the Giant Killer show on there. Oh. That you can't even purchase right now. Hmm. That's okay. I, I'm going to open that in a new tab, and I'm going to check on that after the show's over. Check to see if uh Check to see if anything is there. not there anymore. Um, 
Hey, they got Psycho. They have a ton of riff tracks on here. Like, a ton. Uninvited, Psychotronic Man, Zindi, uh, God Monster of uh, Indian Flats, Firehead. Those are all really good ones. Uh, the Dark they got Power. Some really good stuff there. Wonder Women. Uh, the other riff tracks live Sharknado. Cool as Ice, Icebreaker, Death Promise, Supersonic Man, Replica, Mutant. Here's Mutant again. Guy from Harlem, Ghost House. They got all they kinds got of all good kind, stuff on here, man. They got all here, the man. best stuff there. Hey, Swamp of the Ravens. Spiker, Julian Jack, Santa Summer Home, Ruby, yeah. Hey, the Bloody Pit of Horror, the one that we just talked about a couple weeks ago yeah, we, is on we here. Talked about. Okay, Roller Gator. Of stuff we want to okay. talk about. I know we, I know we want to talk about City of the Dead. Yeah. But there is something that I want to talk about. I haven't Ooh. seen this one since they released it. Ooh. But it's but it's 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 fascinating to me. It's not the best. Okay. But it's 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 fascinating. Uh, none nonetheless as to like why they picked it and like why does this movie exist? It's a movie called Yambao. Oh yeah, we were gonna talk. We have brought that up before. That yeah. we were gonna talk about it at some point. Yeah, let's so, do it. So I mean, maybe not next time, but like soon like in the next two or three here if if we don't get a new release this week we'll do yambao next week okay i'm good right. i'm good with that we will do yambao I'll, okay i'll put it on here on our uh liner notes here yambao so there you go guys there's your homework uh if yambao if they if they don't give us a release on Friday, uh, we will talk next week about Yan Bao. I will remember to have the uh, the shorts volume one thing here so we can uh, look at the ridiculousness of the CG thing that they attempted. Um, yeah, that is no wonder why they didn't keep that going. Um, yeah. That's that's everything for today, guys. I, I I want to get things out of my mind as as soon as possible. Um, so I'm probably gonna go play some uh, action arcade wrestling. I think since that just oh, nice. dropped on the Switch and uh, I just picked that up a couple days ago. And uh, can you pretty... create a wrestler in that? Um, you can create wrestlers, but you have to use uh, a program a free program through steam to do so and oh, it is no very it, it seems very complicated because you have to do like skins and like all kinds of stuff so i doubt i will ever actually make any characters for this game but there are a ton uh because this game's been out for like two years on steam and so there's a ton of characters they have like 20 different versions of sting like halloween <laughs> havoc like this year and bash Nine, at the beach yeah, this year yeah. and yeah yeah, it's there's so many, and it's it's kind of interesting to see the variations on all the stuff that they have. But I'll probably be playing that, or uh, maybe some Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, just to, to to get things out of my head. And uh, yes, I, I am actually twelve. That's what my wife says all the time. She's like, "What are you twelve? Yes, <laughs> it's it's that. And what's wrong with you? If I don't get one of those in a day, my day just doesn't feel complete." Uh, but <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up today. 
Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, obviously you can uh, subscribe here on Twitch, uh, where we go live uh, once a week. Uh, generally speaking, usually once a week, um, unless uh, you know my schedule gets changed or you know Dave gets a job or something. Um, yeah. And uh, <laughs> but you can subscribe sure. right here. Uh, we'll take bits. Uh, you know, any of that stuff too. You can throw those our way, or you can head over to patreon.com slash true blue riftcast and you can support us over there. All the money that we get from all this stuff goes right back into the podcast. Uh, usually goes towards buying riffs and stuff like that. Since uh, I did get some new equipment uh, recently using some of the money. So uh, thank you to all our supporters uh, like Josh Flowers, who's in the chat. Uh, thanks for your support, Josh, and on everything. Um, and if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can do so at TBRiffCast. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Oh, yeah, if you, if you haven't yet, follow us here on Twitch, and that way you'll get a notification every time we go live. We also post it on Twitter uh, as soon as we go live also. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PBandAwesome. Uh, and I'm Dave. You can check me out on the web at DaveChadwick.info and follow me on, uh, what the hell is it, Twitter <laughs> at DChadwickAuthor. Um, and uh, you can get all my books like Monkey and Tum- Tumbley Dossier, Santa Santa, Happy Valley. You can get all them on uh, Amazon and Audible. Nice. And we are going to go raid somebody real quick. Uh, yeah, Ammo. Ammo's on. She's playing some Horizon Forbidden West. We'll go. We'll go show her some some love here on Twitch and. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later uh, on the next episode of the True Blue Riftcast. Buck till you die. <laughs>